Meetings Today is launching a new podcast. It's called Dare to Interrupt, hosted by speaker and writer Courtney Stanley. Dare to Interrupt is a podcast for women in the events industry, giving event professionals the chance to overhear raw, unfiltered conversations between some of the industry's most influential women. On the third Thursday of every month, you'll hear host Courtney Stanley have real discussions with female industry professionals shedding some light on important topics facing women today, like imposter syndrome, sexual harassment, and negotiating pay. This new podcast is bold, it's refreshing, and it will give you new talking points for your next networking event or dinner with friends, while also introducing you to the inspiring stories of colleagues in the meetings and hospitality industry. Subscribe now to Dare to Interrupt on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform, and don't miss the first episode dropping on January 23rd. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle Lebrecht with Meetings Today Podcast. I am in Nashville today at the Grand Ole Opry. I am with Laura Lee Jones-Robertson, the Tour Operations Manager here, to talk a little bit about how you can experience the Grand Ole Opry with your group next time you're here for a meeting. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So can you just tell us a little bit about what you do here and a little bit about the history of this venue for our listeners who don't know much about the Grand Ole Opry. Sure. Um, so I oversee the backstage tour department. Um, I have two groups. So during the day we have tour guides and at night on show nights we have ambassadors. Um, so it's very VIP and everything on the show nights. But we have a backstage tour product. We have three different ones. We have a daytime product. Um, I'm really excited about that one right now because we have just enhanced it with an amazing video experience. And when you say video experience, it really doesn't tell what it is, but it is amazing. I mean, you're going to walk in and you're going to gasp and you're going to feel all the emotions and I don't even want to give it away, but it is so cool. Um, and so with that, you know, we've, we've even updated our scripting and things like that. There's a whole new tour experience right now. Um, and everyone's, it's been getting rave reviews, so that's exciting. And then the Grand Ole Opry in general, I, well, I should tell about my other two products. We also have two show night products. Um, we have the behind the curtain tour before the show and the post show tour after the show. The post show tour is a little more related to the daytime tour. Um, we take a lot of people back and we split them into groups of around 30 people, um, and start in different spots, you know, and, um, they may see an artist because a lot of times artists are leaving and so that's kind of mind-boggling for our guests i think they don't think that's really going to happen and then it does um which is really fun and then our behind the curtain tour is really like our oh my gosh i cannot believe i got to do that like they said i would get to but then it really happened you go back at 6 30 6 35 right before the show and you're walking around backstage while the artists are literally getting ready for the show. They're practicing. You know, there's music coming out of dressing rooms. They're walking around. They're getting sweet tea and iced tea right beside of you in the green room. And then you end up on stage right before the show starts. And you get to stand there while the curtain rises and the show begins. So you're on the other side of the curtain looking out at the audience as well. Um, it's really, like, I get goosebumps even talking about it. And I see this every week multiple times a week but it is really one of the most incredible and unique experiences that like i've ever seen offered anywhere and so those are the three tour products and then you also asked me to talk about the grand Ole opry and what it is right mm -hmm. so 
The Opry is a radio show. So that's the first and foremost thing you should think of because a lot of times people think of it as just a concert and it's, it's a radio show. It's a live radio show. So you're going to see multiple artists on each show. Um, I was talking to someone about how, you know, if you're listening to the radio, a disc jockey doesn't just put in a CD of an artist and play the entire CD before they play another artist. They're going to play an artist here, an artist there. They're going to play a song here, a song there. That is what our show is like. So what is really awesome is you pay for this ticket and you get to see so many artists on one lineup and on one night and we try to have you know an up-and-coming artist um, a legend and a superstar on every show so it really bridges all of the gaps it's very unique that way um, but it started back in 1925 so this year we're about to celebrate our actually this weekend we're going to celebrate our 94th opera anniversary um, so which means, you know, 94 we're very excited about, but next year with 95 years, that's going to be a huge milestone. We're very excited. Um, I expect some really cool things to come mm-hmm. um, next year on our 95th year. Um, but it is the longest running radio show in history, so it's really also cool for that reason. So right. that's kind of a quick overview of the Opry. Yeah, and, you know... What are some big stars that people could potentially see when they come here for a show and when they're backstage? Just kind of give a rundown of some of the legendary artists who frequently play here. I mean, you could see, you're gonna see somebody like Jeannie Seeley, you know, Bill Anderson. He's written so many songs, you know, like uh, Whiskey Lullaby and then all the way back to Ray Price song. I mean, he's written so many things um, for, you know, decades. And so you're gonna see people like that all the time, the Gatlin brothers. Um, but you're also going to run into Carrie Underwood, and you're going to run into Garth Brooks. And one of my tours was backstage not that long ago, um, one of my behind-the-curtain tours, and Garth just came out of a dressing room and just, like, played for them in the hallway backstage. That's um, pretty cool. And it's just ten people. It's just a small little group, so not many people got that experience. Um, and so, I mean, really, it's, it is almost unpredictable who you might see because it could be anyone I was telling someone earlier about, I was just walking backstage getting some staff set up one time and it was like three or four in the afternoon and Loretta Lynn just walks up, you know, just happy as can be to be there. And <laughs> she was celebrating her 50th actually opera anniversary that day, but um, things like that just happen right. very frequently. And every here. time you're here, it could be different. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. It, every time you're here, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know who it might be. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, for big country music fans... Can you talk about what the spirit of this venue means to them and the emotional connection that they have with country music and its history? Yeah, this, it's like hollowed ground to get to even be here to play here. And artists know that. People in entertainment all around know that. Um, It's just a very famous place to get to come and play. And it's not the kind of place where an artist can say, hey, to their booking agent, let's say, can you book me on the Grand Ole Opry? Like, no, like they've kind of, it's kind of a don't call us, we'll call you situation for real. Like we have to notice you, we have to see what's going on. And and then there has to be a certain level of commitment and want to there for the Opry and appreciation. And then, you know, to get to even make a debut is like such a big deal. There's flowers, there's cake, like it's a celebration. So you get to play for the first time, it's celebrated. Imagine how you feel when you get asked to become a member. It's it's the biggest thing. Garth Brooks says it is the pinnacle of his career. His career has, I'm sure, a lot of pinnacles. If this is the right. biggest of the pinnacles, then that's <laughs> that pretty, means a lot. It means it all, yeah. So, I mean, and then the circle of wood on the middle of our stage from the Ryman Auditorium. A lot of people think the Ryman Auditorium, it's a very famous auditorium. 
Um, in downtown Nashville. Right, downtown Nashville. They think it was the first or the original Opry. We hear that sometimes. It was actually the fifth home of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh. It was the most famous former home. Um, and then this was the home that was built specifically for the show. It's the only one that was actually built for this show. Um, and so this is the home of the Grand Ole Opry now and, and will be. Um, but we took a piece of wood from the Ryman stage and put it, the circle of wood out in the middle of our stage. And that's literally like the holy grail of country music. Like people stand on that wood and they just cannot believe they're there. And when I say that, I mean guests, but I also mean artists. Like <laughs> right. I watched a show once. I loved this moment where Martina McBride was playing and she had brought her father with her. And she kept beckoning him, you know, come over here. And we knew, because we were aware of the circle, that she was trying to get him to stand in the circle. And he was, like, almost afraid. And the whole, they would sing a song, and she was, like, beckoning him, come here, come here. Like, in the middle of singing and everything, like, come here. And he wouldn't do it. And finally, towards the end of their performance, she pulls him out into the circle, and they both cry. And, like, oh. it's, like, you know, another one of those goosebumps moments, even just talking right. about it. It's it's really, like, the whole Opry House has that feel, and the show itself has that feel. Um, and then you step into the circle, and you, you thought you had all the feels, and then you find more. There's and more. Like, <laughs> where am I? Like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really special experience for groups visiting here who oh, really yeah. want to experience, like, the heart and soul of country music and what Nashville is famous for. For This kind of seems like one of those bucket list experiences. Absolutely. I always think, you know, you could Google all you wanted to about fun facts about the Grand Ole Opry, and there's so many stories, but truly what people want and what people remember is how they felt. You know, they don't come and remember what all they learned. They remember how they felt in this place. You will take with you a new feeling that you didn't have before, and and you'll remember that, like, for life. I right. mean, I know people that come, and they're, they weren't the biggest country music fans, and by the end of their tour, they're literally, like, they just want to come back. Like, they just want they're to come converted. back. They're converted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the real thing. It happens quite yeah. often, actually. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, groups can also come in here and host their own event. Someone was talking about mm-hmm. how you can even have a dinner reception on the stage. Yeah. Um, can you just kind of run through some of the different examples of events that you've seen here that private groups have hosted? Yeah. So our stage is, it's pretty neat. There's a partition in front of it that's a few feet longer, and it can lower and be kind of like an orchestra pit, or it can raise up to be the, the same height as the stage. And sometimes, in some of the neatest ones that I've seen, they leave the pews, because most of the time the stage is, that partition is just flush with the floor and there's pews, Opry pews sitting on it because, of course, we have pews because we were mimicking the Ramen, which was a church first. Um, so I, I know I'm saying that for people who haven't been here. They probably don't know why I keep saying pews. But the seating, mm-hmm. um, you can raise the partition up and it can literally be on the stage. So we've had guests literally sitting on the stage um, with a performer on stage. Um, we've had the dinners on stage where we have, you know, beautiful tables and beautiful dec- decor, but then also you're sitting in front of the um, Opry Barn um, and the lights and the stage. Um, that's really incredible. And then some of my favorite moments are when they have, like, songwriters. If you're not hosted by a member of the Grand Ole Opry then, and you're an artist or songwriter, you can't stand in directly in front of the barn. So they have to put them off to the side mm-hmm. um, unless, you know, if Vince Gill is here, then he can introduce them and then they're allowed to be there. It's just so many... Um, 
it's just such a magical place to be and there's like little you know things like that like if you're not a member and and what it means and everyone wants to be a member and but these even the events here for groups like they feel like that too it's right it's not like you come and you know oh well I'm just here for a dinner it's not going to feel as magical as the Opry show or the tour or something. No, it actually does. You may be just sitting on stage. Like, mm-hmm. your table may be close to that circle. You can stand up and walk around on it. Um, you, you're probably going to see artists and songwriters, and, like, you're going to get you're going to get the whole experience even, no matter really what you do in this building. Right. Mm-hmm. And just for people who are listening who aren't quite sure where this building is it's right by the Gaylord Opryland mm-hmm. Convention Center so I imagine you know sometimes you probably have a lot of corporate groups who are we coming do. over here and you guys do do group sales if a group yeah. wants to come see a show we do we have a lot of groups really every night every show night that we are on air we have a lot of groups that come and a lot of them come from the Gaylord but a lot of them come from literally all over we also do that with tours so we have the capacity you know to change our capacity levels really depending on what group size um and I'm really big on keeping our quality the same even if a group is very large so we have different tactics where you know um, we may start everyone in a different spot but we can take a hundred or more at a time um and it's really, it's really, and still give them the intimate experience. We give them one tour guide. We give them, you know, they get to speak with people. It's not like we say, okay, now walk through because there's so many of you. We say, well, we're still going to tell you about it. Right. That's yeah. special. It is. Um, so I'm just going to end our chat here with um, a question about your favorite day at work here. Um, I'm sure there are many. There's so but... many. This, pro- this answer will probably be different every time I give it. Um, I'm going to give you two, and they're both quick. Perfect. One was Dolly Parton was here, and it was just so awesome because she was backstage in her dressing room, and she had the door shut. And there were A-list artists standing outside of her doors with with their cameras ready for her to open her door, like, because she is a little past A-list. She's, like, up in the clouds. Right. And so, like, you see, you know, like, really huge superstars standing there just like me with camera ready to just take a picture of Dolly Parton because she's going to come out the door. That was really cool. Um, and she opens the door. Hey, everybody. And right. Like all Dolly. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh. You know, and you're standing beside of, like, A-list artists who are also like, oh, my gosh. Starstruck. Like, yeah, they're starstruck. <laughs> and then you're like, where am I? Like, so many moments where you're like, where am I? And then um, another one is when we were celebrating Loretta Lynn's. 50th and she walked up to me and just said I'm just so happy to be here in the afternoon and I'm just looking at her like you are Loretta Lynn yeah um and I have to add one more because I (laughs) did get married in studio a our television studio yes um, and it was on an Opry night and my friend was actually booked to play the Opry that night she played me down the aisle and she ran out and played the Opry show and so I was in my wedding dress and I decided, oh, I need to go, I need to go watch Sierra Hall, like, she's going to play on the show. And I, like, run out, and I'm in my wedding dress, this was kind of weird, you know, and I'm running through the backstage, because I don't want to miss her, but I was also leaving all my wedding activities, so I was really busy, and I run into Patty Loveless. <laughs> like, we were, like, kind of crashed, and she's looking at me like, who is this girl in a wedding dress? And I'm looking at her like, that's cool, it's Patty Loveless. Best wedding <laughs> ever. <laughs> so things really can just happen here, like, yeah, it's, it really is, it's a magical place. I'm here. You know, sometimes 60 hours a week, and I still just want to get up and come back. Love every day. Yep. 
That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Um, for our listeners, we have been in Nashville this week, and so go to meetingstoday.com to check out the rest of our coverage. And until next time, see you later.